Drain the Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. So, Rick, what have you been up to lately, man? Why do I have so many bottles? How much did we drink? Jesus. I don't know why you have so many bottle caps right there. Um, what have I been up to? Nothing brewing-wise, aside from our regular brewings, which is pretty much going to be the story for most of the time. Just, yeah. There's just so much going they, on. That double batch last week, that took a lot out of me. I was Oof. exhausted by the end. Yeah. It's too much brewing. It was a, it and was then, a long one. Yeah. Woke up at 6 a.m. today, Got the uh, got everything started right away. We are... A little over an hour into our 120-minute uh, boil mm-hmm. for uh, the English barley wine. Yes. Yeah, you guys heard about that last week. I guess uh, if you're listening to this, the double the double batch was two weeks ago because now we're a week ahead. Yeah, which is kind of nice. We we needed that little buffer period for when we inevitably miss a week or right. we get sick or whatever. <laughs> yep. You know, you got to plan a little bit, and we'll probably do another double batch in the future, just mm-hmm. to try to uh, build up a little bit of a backlog for you guys. You guys, uh, if something bad happens to us, you guys don't have to worry about missing out on any content. Yeah, we don't All have right. to worry about skipping a week. Exactly. <clears throat> okay, so uh, why don't we just dive right into this? Because I'm I'm pretty excited because I really don't have a whole lot to say about the English barley wine yet. Um, the first half of the boil went off without a hitch. It's been pretty, like, uneventful brew day so far. A lot of grain, yeah. and we probably should have done a part of guile. I was thinking about, or uh, Thomas mentioned that, but we don't just don't have any open fermenters. Mm, we, I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, so part of guile is when you make a big beer, um, you, you get everything, you get your volume for the big beer, and then you take, then you do, like, another sparge, and you make a smaller beer out of it, like a 4 or 5%. Smaller beer, depending on what you can, pull, what other sugars you can pull, because ah. we didn't pull nearly all the sugars out of out of that. Right. See. So yeah. So like, you basically get two beers for the price of one. So part of Giles are pretty cool. We'll probably do one uh, in the future with another big beer that we Is do. That what they do it like Damien and Son of Damien or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a part of Giles. Okay. I see. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Like it's a it's a neat way of doing things. Yeah, and it give it. I mean, it it makes it so you're you know we spent sixty bucks on grain for this batch, like so you you know you didn't waste all of that. Right. But no, yeah. your your well, chickens are just gonna get some very sweet grain. There we go. They'll enjoy it. Right. I don't know. I wasn't here for the mash because I was out running errands and getting beer and bottles. Well, and it such. was really early, man. I don't blame you. <laughs> Well, I was up prettier, yeah. but I was getting stuff together because we're going, uh, hanging out with some people this weekend. Oh, yeah, man. Hanging out, hang out in Ettrick. Going to do some shooting, shooting, do some drinking. In that drinking. order, we're going to shoot and then drink. Yep. Not, not at the same time. Yeah, not at the same time. That is bad. bad I just, idea. like, I need to keep reiterating that to people. Like, we're not dumb. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> we know proper gun safety. Like, we're, we're not. shooting and then drinking. Yes. <laughs> yep. And then sleeping, and then waking up, and maybe shooting again. Well, I'm going to have have a beer with breakfast to deal with that whole hangover situation. Yeah, but then cooling cooling my jets for a bit, then maybe shooting a little bit. Though with the rain, it might end up just be drinking. We'll yep. see. 
we'll, we'll see what see. happens. Yep. All right. So we got the American wheat in front of us. Uh, we brewed this. Uh, what, what 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 number of beer was this? Was this four or five? Four uh, ish. You know, if the, only there was a way I could <laughs> look it up, man. <laughs> so I'll do that. I forget that every time. Um, American wheat beer three. Oh, three. It was three. Yeah, because we skip because we we force carb the American IPA. That's why they get swapped in the mm. tasting order. All right. Uh, same thing with the Irish red. Like I think we force carb that and we tasted that before the cream ale. Yeah. No, no, we did the cream no, ale we did first. Cream ale yep. First. All right. Anyway, the red was ready the same way. Yep. But we uh, so the American wheat beer. Uh, I got to refresh my knowledge on what this recipe was. Uh, four. Oh, it was fifty-fifty uh, wheat in two row. We did four pounds of each um, with an ounce of Willamette hops. Um, this one finished at 10.10, uh, so about like 4.6 ABV, so right in that, right where we wanted to be. Um, let's see. All right, so let's start with uh, aroma. So we're looking for low to moderate grainy, bready, or doughy wheat character. Light to moderate multi sweetness is acceptable. Esters can be moderate to none, although should reflect relatively neutral yeast strains. Banana is inappropriate. <laughs> Hop aroma may be low to moderate. Uh, and can have citrusy, spicy, floral, or fruity characters. No clove. I'm getting those esters from the yeast. Little bit. Not not a lot. I'd say it's mild to moderate. I mean, I'm getting... I'm getting more hops than... I'm getting hops and grain, too, but I'm, get, I'm definitely smelling those esters. Very low, I think. I don't know if I'd go moderate on it. Like, it's not... I don't know. Do I smell different? Maybe. Take a sniff of that. Yours is a little bit fruitier. Yeah, I'm not getting it off yours as much. Yeah, yours is just a touch fruitier. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering, like, how do you not smell that? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get more more hops for sure. I, I get very low, very little of that fruitiness. Yeah. But, yeah. oh, you know what? Yours is a little different. All my yeast is left in the bottle. Most of mine is, okay. but not all of it. Yeah. You have more in your bottle. Okay, so I have a yeastier version. <laughs> you have a slightly yeastier version. All right. So aroma, I think we, we hit it. I think we're we're close, right? Yeah. I think we're within style. Either way, it doesn't smell like bananas. Yep. Um, usually, all right, so appearance. Usually pale yellow to gold. Clarity may range from brilliant to hazy with yeast approximating the German Weissbier style of beer. Big, long-lasting white head. We had the big, long-lasting white head for sure. Yeah, we did. Um, I, I mean, we, we have a slight haze, yep. but it's not... It's mostly clear. It's mostly clear. Like, not not a whole lot of yeast going. A little cl- little yep. bit of cloudiness. A little, little bit of yeast Maybe cloud, a fog. A, a slight fog. Just like a London fog. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think we I think we hit the appearance. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... What color? What, would you say gold? Yeah, I'd say that's gold. gold. Yeah. All right, now the important part, flavor. All right, so we're looking for light to moderately strong, bready, doughy, or grainy wheat flavor, which can linger to the finish. May have a moderate malty sweetness or dry, or finish quite dry, low to moderate hot bitterness, which is sometimes last to the finish. Balance is usually even, but may be slightly bitter. Um, low hot, low to moderate hop flavor. Esters can be moderate to none, but should not include banana. I think we may have gone a little hoppy on this. I fucked my pour up, I think. 
This tastes like shit. I, I, I try mine. I'm gonna try yours. <laughs> try mine. I, I think I poured bad. Yours is much better. Yeah, yours is a little, uh, little yeasty. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I did. I, I did a bad pour on that. Damn it, Rick. Damn it, Rick. I didn't realize that they're looking at your bottle. There's a lot there's of yeast a lot in of there. yeast that's yeah. like floaty. I just poured it and then didn't put the sludge in, but apparently that was too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I we may have over... Well, I don't know. The more I drink of it, the more that hops fades. The hop, like that bitterness uh, fades out. Uh, but... I think we overshot it. I think we did. What did we, what did we have for... So we were shooting for IBU, or, uh, man, we didn't use much hops in this, though. We used an ounce of Willamette. I don't know how, but I, we over, it's definitely more bitter than I would expect. Yeah. But it's, eh, this is, this is over, this is yeah. too, too bitter for the style. It is. Uh, yeah, we overshot this. That's weird. Like. Yeah. It's straight. You wouldn't think so with, with what we put into it. Yeah, so maybe, maybe we have the. Have the hops, maybe, or... I Yeah, I probably would. I mean, what are we shooting for for IBUs? Um, 15 to 30, actually. So, that's still in style. It's not mm. what we were shooting for, but that's still in style. Think so? I think so. That's it's, not over... It's on the top end. That's Yeah, that's not over 30 IBUs, though. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's not... So I guess we hit this. We're in the style, but we didn't go exactly where we wanted it's to. Th- it's not quite as balanced as yeah. I would like it to be. It's not. It's not balanced enough. Um. So maybe in style, but not very well balanced. Yeah. So, I yeah I would I would drop the hops back. Yeah. Um. Though. <clears throat> the uh the three one two was I mean it was on the hoppier side. It wasn't this hoppy. No, it wasn't this hoppy, but it was on the hoppier side. A little bit, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, I think I think I would drop the hops back by uh, at least at least do like point seven five, maybe half an ounce. Yeah, I'd probably go like point six. Two point five. I don't think we need quite to quite have it, but I'd go like point six. Well, I like sticking with quarter increments. Yeah, I do too. But I just think that point seven five might be too much. Or maybe change the hop. Maybe maybe Willamette's just not the right character for this. It could be. Maybe like it's it that all of those like floral earthy characters are coming through a lot harder than you would like with a sweeter. Style. Yeah, that could be the problem too. It might yeah, it It's not bad. It's not it's not bad. And I don't actually now that you mention that I'm I'm not sure it's the bitterness or just the I think it's the flavor of the flavor that's kind of overpowering the rest of the beer. Smells great though. It smells great, yeah. And it it tastes fine. Yeah. But it's overpowering that base. Yeah. It's definitely unbalanced. Uh, mouthfeel? Uh yeah, so yeah, we'll go unbalanced on the flavor, like you get way too much hop character. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe switch to a less pungent hop. Yeah, I think might be the might be the answer here. Um, all right, so medium light to medium body in the mouthfeel, medium high to high carbonation, slight creaminess optional. Wheat beers sometimes have a soft, fluffy impression. I think the mouthfeel's spot on. Yeah, that's um, you know it's that it's that medium light body with high carbonation. Yep. 
definitely like, on there. It's immensely drinkable. That's the problem. Like mm-hmm. the first I was like, oh, man, that's uh, that's like super earthy and herby. Mm-hmm. But then like I keep going back for more. It's drinkable for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. The back end, though. Yeah, I don't know if I like Willamette. Maybe that's it. Without that without like some caramelized sweetness behind it. Yeah, I think that's the issue. Yeah. I don't like that hop in there. Which is a shame. It is. I mean, we only have, I know, two cases to I go mean, through. I it, mean, it won't be hard to drink it once it gets hot out. Right, should we bring a case down to Ettrick? Yeah. <laughs> Here, guys, drink this. We should. All right. Um. Yeah, I so... I say if we switch the hop, we have a solid recipe. I think so too. Um, I think you know what? we should we should have gone with something uh, citrusy. I think something citrusy in this would have been better. I think so too. I'm gonna add that to the something less floral. Use a citrusy hop. Um, less floral. Would be good. Okay. Add this to the rebrew list. Yep. Because I wanna I wanna rebrew all of our fails at the end. Yeah. And see if we can tweak those. So right now we are at we've tasted four. Yep. Two success. Two missed the mark. What did we miss the mark on? Uh, Irish red. Yeah, we missed it a little, but yep. we were we were pretty close to style on it. it just, we've been pretty close to style on. We just didn't like that beer. Yep, but I want to rebrew it because we we missed the mark. Okay. So what did we miss it on? Um, uh, let me. I, think, I know it was notes. too dark. Yep, recipes. That's why I'm adding like the ones we missed the mark on. If you go to Brewtoad, I've been adding notes to the bottom of them, so okay. he can. So I so I remember. Uh, yep. Uh, it was it was too dark and too astringent. Okay. So we are going to uh, cut the black malt uh, in <clears throat> half and then That's switch right. to crystal 15 instead of 30. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, so that would that would get rid of that astringency and – or maybe do like a deep bittered malt, but I don't – that's – We'll figure it out. That's, that's, not, that's not the discussion we're having today. Man, I don't – Like, I don't know if I like it, but I don't not like it. I don't not like it, but I don't Ooh, like it. Like, I got a big, like, a big gulp, and then, like, a really, like, big bready character just came out. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I like that. Give me more of that. <laughs> I don't like it. This I is a good beer to not chug. like it, but yeah. it's, yeah, it's just fine. And maybe, like, we let it sit for a little bit, and those hop characters will drop out. Yeah, that could be the case. Let it sit for a month or two. Right. All right, where is uh, you want to get that other beer opened and ready to rock and roll? When the fuck do you open this? Oh, what time? Oh shit! Just made a bunch of noise. I'm gonna shoot Pete a text real quick. Invite Somebody him down. Somebody came in. Yeah, it was Pete. Oh. Yeah. Pete. Cork scared me. All right, sorry about that silence there, guys. All right, All right get, get that right up into the microphone so we get that nice pop. Here, give it to me. Yeah, you do it. Because you're going to shoot it across the room. That's why I'm scared about him. Yeah, here it is. 
All right. So we are uh, going to be talking about the Belgian Blonde today. Belgian Blonde. And we are entering a realm of beers that I don't necessarily care for. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Belgian fan. I am. Unless it's a sour. Then I am 100% on board. I'm okay with blondes, Belgian blondes, but oh, I no, love no, I love the doubles, the triples, the quads. All right. So this is uh, category 25A under Belgian strong ale, or strong Belgian ale, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. So as we're, uh, as we're going through this, um, we have... A commercial example that was not part of uh, the list that they had. Uh, we couldn't. I couldn't find any of them on the list, so I figured we'd uh, what we do. What we do because I don't like not having the commercial style mm-hmm. is we'll taste it kind of as we're going along, like we just did with our homebrew, and see if we can uh, see, and we'll decide if it fits the style or not, and right. where it's where it's missing and stuff like that. So it'll be kind of a little fun yeah. experiment. This should be close. All right. So, overall impression. A moderate strength golden ale that has a subtle, fruity, spicy Belgian yeast complexity, slightly malty sweet flavor, and a dry finish. Well, we should probably mention this, what this is. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. It's a Blackberry Farm Blonde Belgian Abbey Style Ale. 2016. Cool. Uh, Actually, before we uh, get (laughs) too deep into this, I'm going to, we're going to pause for a second because we got to go add a hop edition. Oh, yes. All right, so we went and we added our uh, hop, hop edition. edition. Actually, I I like that this show, the people listening understand the need to do that. Yeah, like they're forgiving. Yep. And then we added another person. Oh, hey so, guys! Yeah, we got Pete here. now. <laughs> so we really needed his uh, his opinion on this uh, Belgian blonde. What took us ten minutes took you guys a second and a half, right? <laughs> if that. <laughs> But, yeah, so uh, we went and added our 30-minute uh, hop edition. Uh, so we have 30 more minutes. We've boiled for 90 minutes. Mm, that's pretty 30. good. So, Pete, you want to read off what that beer is again? It's the uh, Blackberry Farm Blonde Belgian Abbey-style ale from 2016. That's one, what we one get. one pint and 9.4 ounces. One pint, nine, four, and four ounces. 6.3% ABV. Pilsner malt. Oh, it has a recipe on there? That's cool. Yeah, it just says Pilsner malt, and then they say it makes it good because of that. And then they talk. <laughs> <laughs> exact words from the bottle. Light, makes sweet, it good. earthy flavor, and medium body, sessionable blonde ale. Features perfectly balanced malt and hop character. I think Thanks, it's actually man. really good. All right, well, uh, we're going to see if it fits the style. That's the next thing here. So, okay. Rick, you want to start us off with some aroma? <clears throat> the aroma. Light, earthy, or spicy hop nose, along with a lightly grainy, sweet malt character. Shows a subtle yeast character that may include spicy phenolics, perfumey or honey-like alcohol, mm. or yeasty, fruity esters, commonly orange-like or lemony. Light sweetness that may have a slightly sugar-like character, subtle yet complex. So what do you guys get in the nose? Um, I'm I getting get, those, those. I get the phenols. Yep. Um, What's a phenol? Uh, like that—that's like the the yeast uh, stuff. Uh, so like slightly spicy or um, like those those typical Belgian aromas. Mm. Those are all like uh, phenols. Okay. So you get uh, you get a lot of spice mm. from the yeast, a little fruitiness sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting that kind of orangey lemony. 
I'm getting a little bit of honey. Um, like it's mostly the phenols and then the honey and then a little bit of that orangey lemony stuff. Yeah, just a just like a hint of citrus and honey yeah. in there. Like a uh, like like a tea, like a lemon honey tea. Yeah, it kind of yeah. is like that. That's actually really good. That's very drinkable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as far as the style goes, when I think Belgian. I think the finale, whatever. Like, I, yeah. I guess the the, su- the super like ye- the Belgian yeasty. yeast character. Yeah, which like I don't get a lot of. You just and, get a little bit, and yeah. which is great because I mean it's a blonde, but you yeah. know. So I think I think the aroma spot on. I think right. it hits. I, th- it, yeah. I think the aroma the aroma hits. So appearance, uh, light to deep gold color, generally very clear, large, dense, and creamy white to off white head, good head retention with Belgian lace. Um, I mean, we poured these a little while ago, but I'm getting that Belgian lace. Like, yep, there's the Belgian lace. It's uh, and the head does not need much to come back. Like, nope, it's not super clear. Uh, well, that could be the glassware too. Yeah, well, I rubbed off the okay stuff. It's still it's a there's, little there's a slight haze. Yeah, not. I mean, it's still f- very clear, but there's a there's a haze in it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yellow. Yellow in color, I think. Yeah, it's a light or light gold. gold. So it hits the appearance, yeah, except for it's not appearance. super clear. Now the important one: flavor. Flavor. Smooth, light to moderate, grainy, sweet malt flavor initially, but finishes medium dry to dry, with some alcohol becoming evident in the aftertaste. Medium hop and alcohol bitterness to balance. Light hop flavor can be spicy or earthy. Very soft yeast character. Esters and alcohols, which are sometimes perfumey or orange slash lemon-like. Light, spicy, phenolic, optional. Some lightly caramelized sugar or honey-like sweetness on palate. I get a lot of orange and honey. Or, not orange. Uh, yeah, no, orange and honey. Like, on the on the, on the the back end, like, I, I let it sit yeah. on my tongue for a minute, and I get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's um, like a half inch of, like, something settled at the bottom. It's yeast, man. The yeast is in there. Just yeasty. Yeasty. Yeasty beasties. Um, Yeah, definitely a lot of that honey and lemon-like, so. Yeah, a lot of citrus honey on there. Do you get that too, Pete? I get the honey. A little citrus, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. Right up front. Uh, I guess I get the grainy, like, there's, there's like, sweetness right up front. Yeah. Almost like a candy. Like a candy sugar. Yeah. Not a whole lot of grain for me. Yeah, I don't get a whole lot of grain in it either. Yeah, not a ling- not a lot, not a lot of lingering flavor either. It's no, good, it's pretty clean. It's, yeah, no, it's 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 a lot cleaner than a lot of Belgians I've had. Yeah, where like that, like, and I'm not picking up like the bubble gum and all that right, no, crap. It's none of that. But I, th- I I don't think it quite hits the flavor profile that we're looking for. No, I would like to see the grain uh, yeah. built up a little bit in the front. A little more grain, uh, but it does finish dry. Yeah. Um, and like you do pick up that that soft yeast character at the end yep. with like that orange and honey. Yeah. So I mean, a little bit more grainy, but otherwise it pretty much matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, mouthfeel. Uh, medium. Wait, is it my turn or yours? <clears throat> it's yours. Okay. Uh, medium high to high carbonation can give mouth filling, bubbly sensation. Uh, medium body, light to moderate alcohol warmth, but smooth. Can be somewhat creamy. I don't pick up any alcohol warmth. I don't you? either. Not really. No. That's nope. yeah. That's that's the big thing. I do um, when I burp a little bit, 
but just bloop. A little bit. Comes yeah, up. it's kind of missing Ooh, that. Uh, the carbonation uh, seems on spot. Yeah, the carbonation's right. Uh, definitely that mouth-filling, bubbly body type of thing. But That's yeah, I'm not. I'm body. not getting any of the booze. But I'm not super sensitive to that flavor either. So that could be it yeah. too. Hmm. I guess I can taste a little bit of it before that uh, lemony flavor hits. So it's not creamy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the comments <clears throat> often has an almost lager-like character. Lager. I know. I said it wrong. Lager. Lager-like character. I'll have a lager over there. Which gives it <laughs> a, a cleaner profile lagers. in comparison to many other Belgian styles. Definitely hit that. Belgians use the term blonde, while the French spell it blonde with an E at the end. Blonde. 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 Gonna go to the cafe with the blonde. A blonde. Most Have commercial examples are in the 6.5 to 7% ABV range. Many Trappist or artisanal Belgian beers are called blonde, but those are not representative of this style. I think that might be what we're drinking then. Oh, no, this is Abbey style. Oh, okay. Um, I think, well, what what's the ABV on that? I think that falls so right in our Six range. and a half something? Yeah, so 6.5 to 7 is right. Um... Yep, it it's definitely cleaner than many other Belgian styles for sure. This has got. I know I can drink this one clean style. Yeah, I know, right? Like when I drink Belgians, it's like when and I take they, that first sip, I'm not gonna get a headache from this. <laughs> I know it, but this I I feel like yeah, I don't no, this get is, a headache. This is a good Belgian. Like I could drink this all day. Like yeah, mm-hmm. literally. It's definitely that uh, that close, like almost lager like. That's it's. I think it hits the this in the comments, whatever that is. Yep. Uh, uh, history: relatively recent development to further appeal to European uh, pills drinkers, becoming more popular as it is heavily marketed and widely distributed. That is, I mean, that might be true, but it took me. It it was hard to find this goddamn beer. Yeah, it's like, probably heavily distributed in Europe. Yeah, well, you know what? What Europe. about America? Okay. Yeah. What about us? What about we America? never get anything. Yeah. We're so overlooked and yeah. underappreciated. Uh, yeah. Nobody even knows we're here. Somebody oh. drop the flag behind me. I'm gonna give a speech. We need a bomb. <laughs> we need to bomb this somebody to get. This is our Independence <laughs> Day. That's the only speech that anyone should ever give. <laughs> uh, okay. So our characteristic <laughs> ingredients: Belgian pills malt, aromatic malts, sugar, Belgian yeast strains that produce complex alcohol, phenolics, and perfumey esters. Sazer type. Sazer. Saz. Sazer type. Styrian <laughs> Goldings. Or East Kent Golding hops. Man, you took a. You had some issues with those hops, man. Fucking, yeah. Hops are not my forte. Uh, Spices are not traditionally used, although the ingredients and fermentation byproducts may give an impression of spicing, often reminiscent of orange or lemons. If spices are present, should be a background character only. Background. Uh, style comparison, similar strength as a double, similar character as a Belgian strong golden ale or triple. Although a bit sweeter and not as bitter. Yes. Vital statistics, my favorite part. IBUs, 15 to 30. SRM, 4 to 7. Quite light. Oops. 
Original Gravity, 1062 to 1075. Final Gravity, 1008 to 1018. And an ABV of 6.0 to 7.5. Yes. All right, man. Uh, you want to read off those styles while I get this ready? Or those commercial examples? Commercial examples are Affligem Blonde, Grimbergen Blonde, La Trappe Blonde, Blonde. I think he is. Valdu Blonde. Valdu? I. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to say these words. Dude, you can but... get some rain in that beer. <laughs> Is it raining? <laughs> I just hear thunder. It's about yeah, to start pouring, thunder. man. Oh. Uh, all right, so get shit on. We need some Pilsner. Need some pills. Uh, I don't see any. Oh, Where's there we my go. Windows Belgian. down. Belgian Pilsner. I'll find out. Okay, so we need that as a base. Um. Uh, some Belgian aromatic malt, apparently. We need some of that. Um, and maybe, like, uh, do we want any candy sugar to dry this out? Candy sugar, dude? Sure. I mean, in the style, like, does, is that in the characteristic ingredients? Um. Frosted flakes? Yep. Uh, yeah, so let's throw some Belgian candy sugar in there. Yeah, sugar. Uh, clear blonde sugar. There you go. <coughs> there you go. Okay, so let's see. Let's start with. Okay, so I'm thinking a lot of this we want to be the base malt. Um, I've never used aromatic malt. I'm not gonna. So Belgians are not my forte. Right. Not even a little bit. <laughs> um. So we're winging it. So maybe half a pound of aromatic malt? Let's see what happens. Okay, so looking at what I have right here, I have Belgian pills, 11 pounds. Okay. Arom uh, Belgian aromatic malt, half a pound. Belgian candy sugar, one pound. That gives me an OG of 1067. Perfect. OG. All right. 1062 to 1075 is what we're looking for. Okay, and then let's look at some Belgian yeast here. Belgian yeast. Oh, we got a Belgian. Uh, Belgian Abbey yeast from Y Yeast. That can do it. We got a Belgian Golden Ale from White Labs. Oh, here's a here's a. Uh, well, no. Um, nope, nope, nope. Uh, let's see. Nope, nope. That's something I was looking at last night. Oh. <laughs> Minimize that. Minimize. Whoa, oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. What is he Mute. doing Mute. to her? <gasps> All right, uh, yeah, no, so, I mean, we got Belgian Abbey from uh, Y East. We got a Belgian Abbey 2 from Y East. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, we got uh, the Belgian Golden Ale Yeast from White Labs. Um, I think I, like, any of those would work. We got Belgian, Belgian uh, Strong Ale. <laughs> Actually, the Belgian Strong Ale might work best. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Okay. So now we got to hop this thing. Yes. Uh, so. Galaxy. There's <laughs> some Galaxy Mosaic, guys. Mosaic. So EKG strong. Goldings. Styrian. Stry How the fuck do you say that one? Styrian -E Goldings. I -A -N. Styrian. Yeah, so I was saying. S T Y. Uh, oh. Styrian Goldings. It's Styrian. Let's get that. Styrian Goldings? Sure. 
I don't know what it is. I've not used it. Or want me to look up the flavor profile for that? You could. Or we could just do it. No, we've we've run into that issue. Like, we we should not have used Willamette for that. We should not have. All right, let's see if North. Okay, Northern Brewer does have it in stock, and it's fairly cheap, so that is good. Uh, good for Belgian ales, it says. Uh, spicy aroma with a sweet earthy edge. That sounds work. good. Let's use yeah. that. Um, I'm thinking all sixty minute. And what's our IBU range? Uh, fifteen to thirty. One ounce of Styrian Goldings at 60 minutes will put us at 17. That sounds good. All right. So, to recap, going by like what we want here, uh, 11 pounds of uh, Belgian pills, half a pound of Belgian aromatic, one pound of Belgian candy sugar, blonde, or clear, clear blonde, um, an ounce of Styrian Goldings at 60 minutes, and then we're going to ferment with Belgian strong ale yeast, uh, and that gives us an OG of 1067 with a fi- with a finishing gravity of 1016, but we've been finishing low, so we'll probably be in like the 1014, 1013 range, yep. um, with an IBU of 17-ish, SRM of 5, uh, and 7% ABV. Right in the ranges. All right, gonna save that. Lock it in, man. We threw. We are just slapping together some recipes. Heck yes, and seeing if they work. All right. So far, so far we've been pretty good. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're at fifty percent, man. Yeah. Like, but not far off on the other two. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. We're like we're we're right in there. We used the wrong hops for this yeah. one. Like, had we chosen like a C hop, we should. All right. New new thing, like, if we're unsure on a style, we're going to go with hops that we know. Sure. Not including Belgian hops, because I don't know shit about that. So you should research Belgians, man. Well, you guys used uh, Willamette and the wheat? Yeah. Was it the American wheat? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. It was, it was one, one of the recommended ones, though. Yeah, but, man, it was but way it too earthy. We should have used, like, Centennial, I think. Sure, yeah. It just Centennial or Cascade, and that would have been I don't know better. what kind of wheat people are making that they want to use Willamette, but it did not work in ours. I, and other people might like it. Like That's to, true. To a palate that really likes those earthy characters and floral characters, it would be spot on. Yeah. But that's not what we enjoy. No, it just wasn't right for us. And so that threw it out of style for us. So if you like earth and floral. If you like dirt and flowers. Dirt and flowers. Dirt. Then you would love it. <laughs> All but right. we did not love it. It's still um, not bad, though. Yeah. Not bad at all. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios. Or head on over to blindnewstudios.com and click the Become a Patron link at the bottom of the homepage. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And, you know, guys, keep brewing, and I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>